All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's been a minute. I told you I'm going to be a lot more consistent with posting material and content. And like a lot of your suggestions recommended, I'm going to have guests. So my very first guest on the Darian Sutter podcast is the homie from Another Mother. I don't know if he, I don't think he said it that way, actually. But it's the homie anyway. My OG. He's not an OG. I'm older than him. What's good, homie? Hey, what's up, y'all? Tell him a little bit about yourself. You out here in, you know, D.C. Hold on, hold on. I got a man. That shit might be a little too long, actually. Yeah, it is. That's going to use at least like 10 or 30 minutes. You know, I can edit some shit in and out. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Go ahead. Tell him a little bit about yourself, my All right. So, um, I was born in Germany. Um, and then when I was three, we moved to Delaware. Fucking Delaware. I mean, there's not, there's not a cool part to fucking Delaware. I mean, what's it? No, uh, no state tax, right? Yeah, you gotta have shops to care about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, so Delaware uh, stayed there until I was about 11, and then we moved to Korea. And I'd okay. also been, like, since I was like 10, actually, not 10, like, like, like maybe 6, 7, mm-hmm. been visiting Japan every summer. Okay. My dad had moved there. My parents are forced. Probably TMI. But. It's all good, man. This is an open uh, environment, you know. So it's a, it's a, it's a safe, safe space. space. There we go. A safe space. We were fucking millennials right there. <laughs> safe space, baby. Let's go. But, uh, so basically, um, yeah, moved to Korea. Cool, vibing, whatever. And then moved to uh, Japan after that. Okinawa, for anybody that is familiar with Japan. And then after that, I actually moved. Uh, so my parents, my mom retired after that. She was like, yo, I'm done. And then I actually went to uh, move with like moving with my grandma. She lives in uh, Jonesboro, Georgia. It's about okay. 15 minutes south of Atlanta. And after that, uh, I moved out of California to finish up high school because like I actually ended up getting a fight with my cousin. Yeah. He was talking shit. <laughs> actually, it's funny. Actually, you know what? I was talking shit and he punched me in the face. And I just I couldn't like rock like a fucking bloody lip to like school in the morning. He busted was, like, your lip. You know, bust his lip too. So he split you open, okay. No, like, he, that, it was a while. I still have like a chunk of my lip that's like wild different. Goddamn, you like old boy from the UFC fight, uh, Overing. He got punched in the lip. Yeah. And like that shit was like split open. I right. sent it to my homeboy. He was like trigger warning for him. Like, I didn't know if shit was that bad. I'm like, damn, he got split open. Like, fist nah. did this? That shit, like, I remember after that, like, yeah. I, I went to go, like, like we punch, right? My head didn't move. Like, it was just, like, a strong neck-ass family. <laughs> but, like, bro, like, my head didn't move, but, like, I had, like, my lip felt weird. It's like this. Yeah. Like, off to the side. I was like, what the fuck? Did you get surgery or just heal normally? Yeah. Just we, let it heal normally? Uh, we have no fucking I feel that. Back. No, I feel that. I feel so, that. Like, bro, I just, I, like, ripped my lip out of my tooth because it was, like, there was a hole. Oh, hell no. And then I, I proceeded. Well, I'm, you know, well, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I don't get to see that side, you know, uh, picking ass. So, so would you classify California as your, as your? When, when people ask where you're from, because I know what, I work with a lot of people from the military or that grew up in the military, they say I'm from everywhere. Yeah. But would you say, uh, California is like your, your, your home base? Hell yeah! I try to claim the Bay Area, but they don't want to claim Bay Africa. Area. <laughs> <laughs> Every time like I'm near a person with a band, I'm like, yeah, I'm from the band. They're like, oh yeah, me too. What part? And I'm like, back though. They're like, nah. Like, what? Nah, nah, <laughs> that ain't it. That, bro. that ain't it. That ain't nah. it. <laughs> the back definitely not the band, which is kind of stupid though, because like Vallejo is. And okay. Vallejo's where their number one rapper in like history is from. 
Who? Mac Dre. Oh, Mac Dre is from Vallejo. Like, E4 is from Oakland. Okay. And I'm like, bro, like, I mean, yeah, Vacaville is like hella white, hella racist. Bay Area. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you're right now. <laughs> Base gods. <laughs> Base god. Okay. No, wow. Um, so I think, how has that experience, I think, you know, um, shifted your perspective? Just on life in general and as a black man, because um, you're very, very, very into culture. Yeah. Um, especially uh, Japanese culture as well. Like, and I was. I'm not saying that, man. I used to watch anime growing up. <laughs> and I watched Dragon Ball Z. And then, uh, I mean, I think Dragon Ball Z. And Naruto. That's really what did it for a lot of black kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was everybody's intro. Seriously. Like, it was, I mean, but to answer your question, though, dog, um, it was, I think it's done a lot, man, because, like, growing up, like, I, it was always somewhat diverse, even though I really didn't have a concept of, like, what diversity yeah. when I was a yeah. kid. Like, my parents were just like, like, for real, I had to ask my mom, like, what was, like, like, why were some people lighter and darker okay. and all, like, a lot of stuff. Cause, like, it was all around me, but I never paid attention to it until one day I just, like, stopped and I was like, yeah, most certainly. But uh, as far as, like, people in general, just, like, you know, my, like, like uh, the way that I kind of perceive the world, like, it kind of did help with that, because I, I didn't realize, honestly, until I moved to, like, California, mm-hmm. and, like, out here especially, uh, a lot of people, they really don't get to experience, like, like other cultures and shit like that, but hell, like, ignorant about it. Exactly. Like, it's not their fault. It's yeah. just, like, look, you can for real end up in some environments where, like, niggas are literally, like, or, my bad. It's all good. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's, you know what? People are literally just, like, they, they just don't know anything outside of the DMV this is like that you have to be like all the different personalities or whatever types of people to think that in DC and that's just not really the case you know like the whole fucking world out there everybody in DC got the uh, they got the Scully on yeah the Hilly Hansen I'm like bro that's not how we do it with the New Balance joints you know what I'm yeah. saying that's no, a DC I, shoot I mean, that's a DC nigga shoot when I came out here I saw photos <laughs> I, I was like dead ass I was like bro I always wondered what niggas was ugly <laughs> yeah, these are so like they were dying over. I was like, yo, did they get caps? Fucking phones. The phones and the ACGs. I mean, that's that's, that's like DC. But I think what you're yeah. saying, I, I think what you're saying is 100 percent right. It's like a lot of times people only know what they know, yeah. and if you don't take that that knowledge, you make it. Um, you don't make it a priority to kind of get out um, outside of your perspective and outside of your community then you would never grow up. You always kind of end up wondering what if. But a lot of times, like you said, it's like a financial burden and people don't have the access, um, you know, to those resources to make that situation happen. Um, but no, I was always curious about that because, you know, once we first got to know you, I remember when we helped move you out, you had that, you had those those weird-ass noodles uh, <laughs> in the car. Uh, what is this shit? Well, yeah, I mean, I, you, should, you should have seen the whole fridge. I, mean, I was living with, like, my ex at the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like, and this has nothing quality. He's a quality guy. <laughs> she was Japanese. That doesn't mean <laughs> that all girls that I date are Asian or Japanese or gotta be like a specific something or got like anime. Like, you know, that's a high. Was, okay. okay. That was the only one. The only one. FYI. <laughs> Wallet. They be going in. <laughs> Yo, you date one Asian girl. They go. Like you, girl, you are that guy. Like, you Non-stop. All the samurai dudes. Like you're going to be the defender of Asian people. In the black community, <laughs> like, they go, I know you nonstop. Know, but yeah, man, honestly, like that—that that whole thing, like when you, 
uh, I, I feel like it's kind of like a hater team. You don't get to move a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Like, then you take that mindset and you go somewhere else. And honestly, there's a lot of people, like, California is really, like, it's, it's, it's a transplanting type of place, like, wherever you go. Because, like, I mean, maybe you can't afford to live in San Francisco. So you're going to move out to, like, the East Bay, or you're going to move to the North Bay, you're going to end up where I'm, like, you know, we're back in the middle of the But, like, you might end up out there, and, like, honestly, there was a lot of people that did come from, like, East Coast, okay. and they came out there, and, like, like, they really didn't, like, really know how to rock with it out there. It was just, like, like, they, a lot of them, like, they were just used to people being a certain way, and it was just, like, like, you don't got to be like that. Yeah. Kinda, you can be yourself, for real. Like, I mean, you know, some people might not vibe with you, but you don't have to, like, you know, I don't know, like, it seems like a lot of people, like, put on certain personas. Gotcha. It was just, like, drop, like, ain't nobody buying that shit. <laughs> but maybe you, that was just my perception, okay. you know? What would you say was your biggest, or, or, or the biggest difference that you've noticed, especially after moving from California and to living in D.C.? Well, I was a lot younger when I first moved here, okay. so, like, it's, it's so hard to do that comparison, like, because people are just, like, when you're young, dog, like, people are just, like, you, you don't really have a concept of, like, race, you don't have a con. well, you might not have a concept of race. True. Um, I didn't really understand, like, like, adulthood, like, being a man, like, nothing like that. I got you. Yeah, like it was it was wild because like when I first moved out here, honestly, I thought people were hella rude, like like That's ridiculously so. And I was just like, this isn't like New York. Like even though the people off, yeah. in New York, they're they're nicer than people here to me. Like, I I agree one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, Every time I've been to Harlem or Brooklyn or yeah. even Manhattan, like my experience with people in New York has been much bad. more pleasant. I've been up there hella times too. Like there's nobody like, seriously really rude up there, but like here, like you can really just like find people. Like people are mad pressure. Just look at the metro. Every time somebody getting off, they like power walking Hell to like yeah. nowhere fast. It's just always about like somebody's ego, like like egotistical you know, people. Like what do you do? They wear it on their sleeve. Mm-hmm. It's just like bro, like <laughs> they smell like pretentiousness. I mean, sometimes it's not even like pretentiousness. They just like really trying to like you know give off some kind of like vibe to you. It's like mm-hmm. bro, like what? I just want to know how you. What it's you like hell. Like, it's like hella competitive. Yeah, you have to prove that like you're like the top dog, or like you you're like an apex predator per se. Um, it, it feels like I'm like surrounded by super villains. It, it does <laughs> like, feel that way sometimes. It does feel that way sometimes. Whether you work in higher ed, yeah. folks that work in the industry, especially you working within uh, IT and tech, um, and then I feel like everybody in DC are also um, consultants. Like that's like the primary occupation for people in DC. Is consulting. See, you know it's funny. I I used to think that too, especially like because one of my first jobs in DC was uh, working at Best Buy okay. in Pentagon City, and you so you get a lot of like consultant types that come there because they're working at the Pentagon. Makes sense. It's right there. Yeah. Whatever the fuck's over there, but like you get a lot of government types, and like so you think like the only thing here is government, and like really there's there's so many other like little like circles in DC, which is kind of cool. Like it's one of the cooler things about it because you can just end up in a whole different like industry. It's like you see a whole different side of DC. Non-profit area where like people will come be really chill. Usually they're from like different cities, like, okay. all over the place. Like okay. they came here, they make a difference. Like you know, nobody's really doing the most. Like it's just like yeah, yeah. you know, everybody's cool. You can end up in the consultant space, which is gonna be like okay, <laughs> like you're gonna deal with some personalities. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to be like that. Most certainly. And then you can end up in the government space, like 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 not just like you know military government. You can end up like on the hill. So like you know, our boy. <laughs> <laughs> I work on the hill for a senator. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the hill. Yeah, the so, hill. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of cool though because you can different types of people usually live in different spots around here, and it's okay. always interesting. That's a good point. Good point. 
speaking of the hill, some of the women I've met on the hill have been the most assertive and forward um, thinking women, or just in their approach in general. There's been a few times where women approached me in the bar and bought me a drink. Yeah. Like that's that's that, that's never happened to me before, ever. Yeah. Ever. How do you feel about that, dog? Uh, it was a little weird at first because not not saying that a woman can't buy me a drink. You know, I'm, I, mean, I, I think a woman's more than capable of um, you know, doing whatever she wants. I just think, for me, it caught me off guard because I just, when something is so foreign to you or you like never had that experience, I wasn't, like, taking, I mean, I was taken aback because I'm like, oh, shit, like, that experience never happened to me. I didn't know how to process that. Yeah. Usually it's always the other way around. I mean, I'm not the type of dude to go to a bar, you know, I see a woman I want to talk to, I'm going to offer a bar to drink. No, I mean, you know, I think in my past, I have just, like, have a conversation with the woman, but for her to kind of, like, pull that, it almost felt like a power move, and I'm not even sure why I'm using the word power to describe it, because it, it shouldn't be, like, a difference, but I'm just not used to women being that assertive, like, handshake, look you in the eye, like, hey, what, like, what, like, what do you want to drink? I'm like, oh, shit. Uh. No, for real, I mean, I feel like a lot of things, I'm once again, I'm not really sure if this is, like, you know, a negative PC, mm-hmm. or just being an adult, uh, I don't know, but, like, it, it seems like a lot of people do a lot of things to communicate mm-hmm. certain things about themselves, especially mm-hmm. on those, like, kind of initial interactions. Oh, seriously. Because, like, there's so many times where I've been in the bar, and, like, people just do things, I'm just like, like, I, I, me, like, I'm, I'm just myself, dog. Like, I don't have time to be putting on, like, on whole episodes. Like, it's too much like, energy, you know man. I mean? it's, it's way too much so, energy. Like, yeah, but, like, there's there's people, like, they'll, they'll judge you if you react to a certain situation a certain way, or let a certain person, like, do something for you, like, for example, like, letting another dude buy a drink for you here, mm-hmm. probably, it might seem like a friendly gesture, but, but it's it might like not a, always be that. You know what I mean? That's that shit uh, Kira's telling me about. He was saying people would do that, but be like, put my low key power moves on you. Yeah. Like a low key flex. Yeah. Like, but you know I'm doing this, like, all right, I'm gonna pay for all y'all dinner. No, for real. Like, <laughs> like, just, no, all right, I got it. Yeah. No, like, like, it really, it's really like that. Like, because, like, even when I, I remember one time I was out with this couple, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he was buying drinks for I ain't gonna pass him a drink, bro. I feel that. Like, um, so he was buying drinks or whatever, and, like, somebody offered to buy him a drink, and he was like, nah. And like they were like, why? Why, why not? Like, who do you think you but, are? Like he was like, nah, because I can buy my own drink. And I was like, oh, okay. So, so you I can't buy my own joke. So I'm, I'm, I'm helping out the needy. Like for real. Like I was like, oh, I didn't see it that way. But I mean, like this is me doing some community service at the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, but like that's that shit I be talking about, man. Like a lot of the shit that I see here mm-hmm. as an adult, it, it just seems like you know people kind of feeding their ego by doing certain things that like may or may not be necessary. <laughs> gotcha. Sounds good. All right, the segue is our next uh, talking point. So, obviously, you know, uh, growing up on a military base, like, all over, you know, the world, obviously, you saw a multitude of different types of people. Um, how was your experience, um, you know, as a black man or growing up in a black uh, household with a black family, you know, how was that for you, especially as a, as a child? Because it had to shape a lot of your thoughts moving forward. So, honestly, like, yeah, so like I said earlier, I didn't really have a concept of, like, race when I was younger. Okay. Like, literally, I grew up in, like, like cool. Like, first members of, like, Dover, Delaware, right? And I was at this, like, Christian private school. It was predominantly, like, white, but there was maybe one Latina girl. Oh, wow. I mean, but I didn't know what Latina was. Like, I yeah. just knew her name was, like, kind of different. It was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, we had, like, her, my friend, actually, uh, I didn't know this at the time, but he was half white and half Filipino. Okay. And, like, I just knew that, like, yo, when I go over to his house, I can't wear my shoes. Like, and his mom always cooks, like, this white stuff that's really soft. It tastes like nothing. <laughs> Most certainly, okay. <laughs> but, like, it's different. You know what I'm like, it's I, different. yeah, it was just like they, they were all just different. And so, um, yeah, you know, going to that school, like, 
I didn't really pick up on any kind of like, you know, little bitty like racist things or anything like okay. that. But my, one of my first racial experiences uh, was there. So it was this girl. Do you tell? And it was this girl named Matt. And maybe I shouldn't name you now. <laughs> we'll just call her Sally. Um, mm, it could be anybody. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we'll just call her Sally. Sally, um, she was like, you know, one of the like, you know, prettier girls in the school. And uh, one day we were at the school, just like me and her. I don't know why we were by ourselves. <laughs> oh, what's going on? But it was me and her. She's like, you know, you're kind of cute. And I was like, oh shit. Like, oh, she's cute. the first girl they ever called me like cute. I was like, damn. Birdman hammer up instantly. I was like, bruh. Niggas been vibe. But okay, self esteem yeah, going up a little more. With those kisses, though. <laughs> That's all you know when you're a kid, just kissing. Exactly. And like, um, yeah, like, I was like, oh yeah, this was up. Like, we should like go out or whatever. And like that was also the first time I got shot down. <laughs> like, she was like, nah. And I was like, why? Uh oh. And then she was like, well, you know, she's like, my mom's dating like a white person, and my like, you know, like, and her mom is like also dating a white person. She's like, so I think it makes sense if I just date someone that's white. And mm. I was like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. But, <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't say that. Okay. Like, I literally said like basically that in like you know five year old language. Okay. I was like, okay, well, that sounds stupid. You're fire, though, trying to clap the cheeks already? Yo, I've been clapping cheeks since day one. Okay. <laughs> nah, but yeah, nah, for real, like, uh, I don't know. I just, that was just me when I was a kid. Like, there's this other, never mind, I'll just get off the top. Well, no, I, I, I would like to hear some of your other experiences you got. Well, so this wasn't race-related. Okay. Like, I don't even know, like, this girl's probably, like, 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 Latino or something like that, Latina. Uh, but no, she was actually, like, one of the, like, technically, like, your boy's, like, first kiss. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. It, it's crazy, too, because, like, she used to, like, be mad aggressive with that shit. Like, technically, <laughs> it was, like, like, probably sexual assault or something. She was just, uh, she was cool, though. Like, uh, she used to, like, chase me around, little play around and shit every day before she left. And, like, I would get, like, myself, like, trapped, quote-unquote. Like, okay. I, I would, like, get trapped. And, like, literally, she would, like, kiss me on the cheek or the lips or wherever she could get and I like, yo, back then I was How like. How old were you at this time? Five. <laughs> yeah, shit was wild. Yo, military God, base school, bro. This was a private school off base. Um, oh, it's like, I'll be fucking in the military. I'll be wild. Uh, it was Christian private school, too. Like, this is supposed to be yeah, like. The worst one. The worst one. The, pre- the preachers. Not gonna say about the preachers, dog. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, like, um, it really wasn't like that diverse in there. Right? Right. I had an understanding of what that really was. After that, I went to public school, so I got a little more diverse. Gotcha. For real, in that school, there was only three or four black kids. Okay. Like, total. Wow. So, um, and how many students? I don't even know. Okay. It, but the, it went grades kindergarten to 12th grade. Oh, so, oh, K through 12. Okay. K through, like, uh, yeah, so, yeah. wow. It's so, like you would walk through the hallway sometimes to see, like, someone's about to go to college. Mm-hmm. But you were a kindergartner. That's weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was actually kind of, like, honestly, it was kind of culty when, like, you get into the details. Yeah. Like, but I didn't really realize that back then. Back then, okay. But, um,. Yeah, man, so uh, I, I went to public school. And this is, like, honestly, like, where the crash course of, like, just life it's kind where of it started. It's yeah. like a ton of bricks. Like, uh, there, like, you had, like, other black kids. These, like, black kids that, like, you know, were, like, like, like culturally black. Gotcha, know, like, gotcha. Like, the Jays were. Gotcha. Like, <laughs> fucking, like, like, basketball was, like, life. And I had <laughs> never played basketball. Okay. I played soccer. Like, okay. I played yeah, and they had like basketball. These kids were like nice. Like yeah. I mean, like they were doing like fucking like shit between the legs. Like, <laughs> wild ass. One of them's actually like a pro basketball player now. Really which makes me feel better about getting just like slaughtered on the court like that. Like overseas pro or NBA pro? He is overseas. I think he's in Germany. That's what's up. His name. I don't even know. I'll look him up on Facebook later. Okay. But yeah, he went pro, so I was like, all right, that, that's. Yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But 
yeah, like, I remember I didn't see my first, like, Asian person until, like, well, full-blooded, like, Asian person until, like, middle school. Oh, wow. And then, so after that, we go to Korea. This is where, like, the real diversity starts kicking in. Right. You start seeing, like, all sorts of different types of people. And then you start realizing, like, you know, how they interact with you. Because, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, Korea is kind of, like, an interesting place when it comes to, like, black people and, like, their relation with black people. Because, like, they're, like, consumers of black culture. Like, yeah, they 100%. That shit. Like, you'll go outside the base and usually outside of, like, bases in Asia, they'll have these, um, like, little areas where basically it's, like, shopping. Okay. Right. It's also where the clubs are usually. Okay. And so, uh, you'll go out there and you'll see, like, black culture everywhere. everywhere. Like, you'll see the talks back in the day. Tall T, he's, like, fucking, like, I don't know if y'all know what Lot 29 is. Like, that was everywhere. The, the Jabot straps. The Jabot's fucking babe. Like, this is, like, mm-hmm. that era. Mm-hmm. And, like, so, like, you know, um, it seems like you like it, but then at the same time, your interactions with, like, people are, like, just completely different. Like, if, especially for me, because I lived off base. Yeah. Like, so, I didn't, uh, I wasn't sp- constantly surrounded by okay. Koreans. That's for the most part, always around Koreans or people that grew up culturally Korean. Gotcha. And uh, that's where I met the first uh, Blasian person. Yeah. hated black people. Really? <laughs> yeah, she absolutely hated black people. Like she, but like, they, so it's like a full-time cultural uh, okay. appropriation type of experience. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. But a lot of them didn't even like identifying with that. Like, Interesting. Office. Okay. Like, it would, like, if you met someone that did that, like, they either, like, worked downtown. Okay. Or, or they came from another place, like another, like, state, like, you know, in the U.S. Gotcha. And they moved there. But, like, for the most part, the people off place, like, they were, like, very much so, like, they tried to be, like, Active culturally white American, okay, gotcha. Or, or tried, makes sense. And then, or they were like, you know, culturally Korean. I gotcha. Uh, go on to Japan. Japan was like heavily more African American. That's like where like it really started. Like said, like yo, this is like this is where like most of my like experience as a black person came in. This is gotcha. Where started referencing like boys in the hood movies. Like like interesting. Like, in Japan. like no, for real, yeah. Like Okinawa, like uh, Kadena, uh, Kadena Air Force Base. Oh wow. HHS, okay. In high school, and um, like yeah, there was. That was where it really all happened. Like, that's where I, like, even though it's, like, fucking on the end of the Pacific, like, there was, like, Crips, Bloods, and yeah. things like that. You know, these are kids, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. Still part of culture. Gang culture is big. Yeah, yeah. especially in, like, you know, like, African-American history. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a part it's of it. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. And you fast forward to Georgia, that was more of, like, that, you know what I mean? Like, Georgia. That was really, like, that was where I saw, like, real, like, racism, though, too, because, like... Gotcha. There was this one instance where this, uh, That does not surprise me at all. I was like, yo, this is crazy, but like the entire cafeteria. That does not surprise me. like 98% black. You go, that's not it. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, I, as soon as you said that, yeah. white girls saying nigga, nigga, say nigger. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, that's ass open time. I remember hearing that, I was like, the whole school was ready to, you know, hand out mm-hmm. asshole. I remember somebody screamed out, yo, give her a head start. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, at that age, you can't, I mean, like, you don't have the maturity to, like, recognize, like, okay, like, all right, you're not at that stage in life where you recognize that, especially as a person of color, like, that is an unfortunate reality that you have to deal with. When you're that young, like, you say some shit like that, you automatically get your ass whooped. No, for real, like, it's crazy. Like, it's that simple. Like, it's that simple. I don't know where she grew up, but that was a bad idea. Now we, yeah, exactly. All right, so um, obviously, your, your your vast experience probably made a contribution uh, to your preference of, uh, of of women. Yeah. So you wanna uh, you know 
talk about like your dating life and your dating experience and how a global perspective has had a profound influence upon that. Yeah, man. So, um, like a lot of people, especially since a lot of like everything, like I'm, everything I have, like especially like I'm part of like dear, given me by like my parents, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, stuff that I've like you know collected in my travels. A lot of it is Asian. Okay. <laughs> so, like you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, like they they like oh yeah, you know she like you like Asian girls or some shit like that, like you know stuff like that. Okay. And it really it's it's interesting the way all that travel kind of like played out. Like usually what I end up with. <laughs> uh oh, be, be your authentic self, man. We don't judge you here. Yeah. It, it's for real. It's it's everything between like white, black, and brown. Okay. It's just that's just the way it is. Cause like I mean, like the white girl thing. Like I, it's not like I actively like avoid like you know white white girl. Yeah. Whatever. It's more so just like it's just never like especially DC. Like whatever. I'm not gonna have to come. I'm not that. 100%. You know I, mean? I, I got you what you're saying. Uh, I get what you're saying. section over there yeah. and then that group of girls came over and they were like just having a conversation and that one German chick whose skin was darker than mine she's like oh I find you you know like really attractive but in Germany you know she was half black too and, and that's the thing that's crazy that shit is Bro, that, that shit was crazy people be having the wildest yeah, she, she, she literally said that yeah I mean yeah I mean like yeah in Germany I will only have sex with you but that's about it yeah. Like, goddamn, I don't think I ever heard no shit like that to my like ever in my life. I, I still remember uh, five years old when like a group of the first time somebody called me, my, damn niggas, <laughs> fucking shit up. Oh, he's oh, he's fucking shit up. Cause this is your fucking bro. The fuck shit, the fuck shit up. Um, but back to the point, like that shit hurt more than and I say hurt, but I was like salty because I never heard yeah, like that. This was some weird it, shit it, was, it was it was like one like. Your skin is darker than mine. Not saying our colors are matters, but it was yeah. like, like this whole conversation was totally cool. You were like a cool person yeah. until you said that. I remember what you told me, like, cause I was sitting right next to you. Yeah, bro. And, and I just told me that you're like, yo, like, this, this, this girl's racist. Yeah, like, 100%. I'm like, 100%. I'm like looking at her, I'm like, what? Like, it was the most confusion shit ever. And, like, and, like, and then I, like, we, like, moved over in transition and started talking to somebody else. And then she was, like, jealous and mad uh, the rest of the night. Like, oh, like, why won't you talk to me? You literally just said that you only look at black men uh, yeah. from a sexual standpoint yeah. to have sex with. You just objectified me. I honestly think that's like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like they, and they I might agree. not like you know fully own it. Yeah, but exactly. I agree but, with you. Um, I agree with you. Like you know, I, I think a lot of people like have that going on. And like it, it's crazy because as a black dude, it's like cognizant of that. Like, mm-hmm. you can, when I see it, you can tell one hundred percent. You know what I mean? So it's like, like they look just, at... just for people out there if you're, if you're listening. Like, like please, see you, 
Like, 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 You're not invisible. Please be a lot more uh, thoughtful and then uh, like intentional. Like, like we see that, and there are a lot of people out there who probably will go for it just yeah. because it's like it's, it's easy cheeks. Yeah, and bro, like you, you see, already know it's exactly as long exactly. as you know some like seven foot eight other black dude from coming here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like yeah, if you're somebody who's conscious and, and like self aware. Then that shit, you know, you, you either you're mature enough to recognize that okay, you know what, I'm gonna move on from it, but that shit can actually, you know, upset you to an extent. Oh yeah. So you know, you know, so it's like it's, it's kind of like what women do all, all the time with being objectified. Yeah, and it's, it's exactly. One hundred percent. So um, while we're speaking on uh, women, I know we've had multiple conversations yeah. um, offline about your experience with dating black women. You know, I think that would be a very interesting, you know, touch point. Because sometimes we would, like, joke around. Yeah. Um, we like, go to barbers somewhere. It's like, like, Darian, I don't want to go there. Like, black women do not like me. <laughs> Why do you feel that? I'm not trying to call you out or anything like this. But you have some pretty interesting stories and some interesting uh, perspective, uh, you know, especially around our uh, our cell sisters. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's really, it's not like coming from, like, a self-hate standpoint, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of similar to like what I was mentioning, dog. Honestly, um, it's just that uh, black women they tend to have a certain expectation of you culturally. You know okay. What I mean? and okay. I don't really have that same like thing. Like I grew up, I didn't grow up like in a. And I'm not gonna say like all black women come from the inner city. Yeah, but, like I didn't grow up in an inner city or anywhere where there's really like black people. Like, gotcha. You weren't, you, weren't, you weren't exposed to it. Yeah, at, at a young age, mm-hmm. so it never really like. I mean, I didn't, for real, like the only movies that I saw when I was a kid, like I didn't get to see like. some of those indicators that you notice let's point this out and be specific <laughs> well usually the first thing I mean this is more so on the more ignorant side okay. and this isn't saying that black women are ignorant this is ignorant people because this is something that happens across the board exactly uh, with ignorant people they usually talk like oh, like, oh you don't sound black and it's like mm-hmm. All right, uh, what the fuck I had a conversation <laughs> about that actually during Thanksgiving yeah so one of my friends mom I was having a conversation with one of my other buddies and then, you know, I heard them whispering in the back, and they said my name, and I was like, okay, I, what are you all talking about? And she said, oh, I'm going to be honest with you, you sound white. And I was like, hmm, I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, what does that mean? Like, no, you just, you sound white. And then she tried to, like, fix it up, and she's like, oh, no, 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 you sound educated. 
I'm like, so it's even worse. So are you just so 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 wait a second? You're associating, you know, obviously being um, intelligent with being white. It was like the manifestation of that problem that I think yeah. a lot of people of color have, a lot of black folks have. Um, and not every black person is like that, but it was one of those things to see. Obviously, this is my friend's mom, so I couldn't check her the way yeah. I wanted to, so I had to be obviously be respectful. I just yeah. kind of was, was like mad uh, sarcastic about it, but it's like a one of those situations where if people, one, they feel like it's okay for them to say that, but yeah. sounding white and having um, a correlation directly with being intelligent, I think that's like a manifestation of self-hate in my mindset yeah. that people aren't even conscious about. And just like, honestly, like another part of it's just like, you're not, you're, you're clearly not exposed mm-hmm. like, to like other, exactly. other parts of the world exactly. or anything like that. Ignorant. Yeah, you are. Like, it's pure it, ignorance. It's really what it like, comes down to because I remember, I mean, I was, I just heard that like maybe like uh, two months ago or something mm-hmm. like that. I was at like a, yeah. And there's this one girl that I used to work with, and she still works there. She, she works at Best Buy. And it's funny because, like, I got, I got a funny relationship with her. Okay. Like, you know, like, this is just pure, you know, just me. Like, I don't like, I don't like them. Like, I don't like it's all good. It's all good. Everybody I used to work with every time. They're all terrible. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, man, like, she was like, yo. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, man, like, she was like, yo, Marcus, like, Grew up all over the world. Is that why you sound white? And I was like, she like that. And I, I legit told her, I was like, I was like, where did you grow up? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, where did you grow up? Like, she's like, oh, I grew up in like the DMV. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, but which which part? Like mm-hmm. Maryland, like Virginia. She's like, oh, Virginia. I was like, so did all the black people that you meet sound like? What did they sound like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, she's like, you know, I'm from exactly, like, I was Exa- like, exactly. I was like, but bro, like that's like me like saying because you mad like, you know don't have an accent like you like because she was like South Korean. Sometimes you're a lot older, you're like stuck in your ways. So, you know, I, I mean, I try to give grace. Um, and I think that's one of those situations where I did give some grace. But yeah, man, it's like a full on, um, like that full fledged moment when they said that. It's like, damn, bro. It's like almost to the, not saying it's equal, but it's like that trigger moment, like if a, a white uh, person touches like a black woman's hair. Yeah. It's like, that's that. It's yeah. like, no, no, bro. It's like, like, legit. Like, I'll roll like, my eyes. Like, you'll see them just like. It's like ass open time when you do shit like that. And it's in my mind that it's justified. Uh, and it makes sense, but uh, back. Uh, yeah, I wanted to touch back. Go on ahead. That. Go so ahead. that's one. Okay. Oh, there, there are there are many. There are a multitude. Go ahead. Yeah, you might have to cut this down. Bro. <laughs> um, the second one is, and this one's gonna be probably one of the more controversial ones. Okay. Uh, I feel like, and this is just based on personal experience, not factual. Okay. Um, you know, I feel like you know, black women when they like are interested in black men, you kind of have, you kind of gotta check off some boxes, dog. Okay. Like, you gotta. Like we're held at a different standard. Gotcha. Maybe if you were something or some like you were of another ethnicity. What are some of those things? Whether that's money related. Whether, I mean, I don't. I don't honestly. I don't, I don't think I've ever ran into. Well, I ran into one girl where literally she just straight up told me like back. This is back in the day when I used to work retail. She was like, yeah, you straight up don't make. You don't make that money from me. Like, which is crazy because she worked in the same. <laughs> I was yet. Yeah, now you know why I don't like Best Buy. Like, I don't fuck. 
Okay, okay. But like, um, yeah, man, she was just like, yeah, like Uh, I ended up dating this girl and like 
like, I could already tell, like, straight off the rip, like, I wasn't even, like, like, the type of dude, like, I wasn't anything like, you know, like, dude, gotcha. like, period, like, so, I already knew, like, alright, I probably shouldn't be doing this, but, like, what the hell, you know, like, whatever, it is what it is, so, I was dating her, and, like, it was just so clearly I was out of my element completely, <laughs> and, like, she put this on that, like, ASAP, you know what I mean, but, anyways, uh, how long are you together? I can't even. It's wow. like middle school. Gotcha. Okay. But like probably the range between like six months. Okay. So okay. Like you three. Stay, just being in a relationship yeah. is the thing to uh, the thing to do. Well, like so basically, I was dating her, but in all reality, I like this other girl. Like, gotcha. You know what I mean? This girl. It's funny because she actually liked me too. But, well, I, that's what people told me. But I didn't think it because that was one of her friends, and I had already made my decision. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, she like she would just do these things that just would, like piss me off. Like one time she was. Having this like, like play at school or something like that, and like I heard rumors that she was giving people lap dances in the back. And I was like, bro, like, why would you even put yourself in a scenario where that? Dude, he had like, some wild ass experiences in middle school and in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I went back there, like literally all my boys and shit, people that I thought were my boys back then. Gotcha. Like, yo, your girl was literally back here giving like lap dances. Wow. All of these back here. I was like, bro, and like, and she literally like, she was like, yeah, I can't talk right now. Like, blah blah blah. Like, I'm. Okay. She went on offended, and I looked at. I remember looking at like this other girl, like the one that I liked. And yeah. She was just like, like she gave me that look. She's like, like yeah, like, she, yeah, your girl was back. She was back there, you know. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, damn, okay. It's so, like, damn. Like, Ooh. I, <laughs> Ooh. I ended up like walking home that night, like super emo, oh. had probably some wild shit in my head. And he was playing, probably playing with a Green Day in the background and shit. Like, I just remember being wild. Yeah. And uh, I went to school the next day and it was rainy, I remember. <laughs> I didn't talk to her the whole day, bro. Like, I just, like, I passed her in the hallway, everything just didn't speak. Yeah. And at the end of the day, uh, I had an umbrella, like, which honestly wasn't useful <laughs> for me. I was never prepared, but I had an umbrella this day, too. <laughs> oh, and God. I saw. Oh, shit. We'll cut that out. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it out. <laughs> yeah, just put a little bleep over that. Bleep bleep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I saw, like, Homegirl walking in the rain. That's mm-hmm. the one that I liked, and I knew it was her friend. At that point, it's like, fuck. I was like, you know what? What's there to lose? I'm probably going to break up this girl anyway. Got nothing to lose. So I, I went, I caught up to her, and I was like, yo, like, you don't got an umbrella. Like, you got homework in your hand. Like, let me, let me, let me help you. Awesome moves, you okay? But I, I was just kind of calculating, because, like, I knew You know, her friends mom, watching, okay. Yeah, I knew that her mom oh. was going to ride with her in the car down the main road. <laughs> There's only one road you can really leave at if you're going to the side of the base that she lives it's on. It's so vindictive. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, was, I was about that life. Uh-huh. And like so, basically, um, I remember right when her mom drove past, I just happened to look behind me and I saw her car, <laughs> and I waved at her mom. <laughs> I was yo, I, pure savage I was right there. So mad, and like pure savage. So I just remember the next day I came in. Oh, now this is like a thing, yo. This is like okay. She was like, you want to do this? The real mom? Okay, alright. Yeah. <laughs> so she wasn't talking to me either, and I was just like, alright, whatever it is, what it is. Like, you know, I was trying to like. <laughs> and this is around the time that the movie ATL came out. Oh. So on a military base overseas and being black, that's a huge deal. Okay. Everybody that's black who wants to see this movie is going to go. Movie. You know what I mean? Go. So that was playing in the movie theater that day. It was Friday or something like that. And like, so we were all going. I was with my boys. I didn't, like, I knew that she had an older sister, the yeah. girl that I was dating at the time. I didn't know how, like, much of a gangster her older sister was. Oh, shit. So, her older sister, who was in high school, like a sophomore, okay. she, like, knew all of us, like, 
sophomore, sophomore like high school dude. Okay. And like she basically said like, yo, I need y'all to come to this movie and deal with this problem that my like little sisters have. No. Yeah. No. So I freaking uh, go see the movie or whatever. Now mind you, all the sophomore dudes, all the high school dudes, they were behind this one robot. So he's watching. Well, yeah, but also some other stuff. So <laughs> our like, you know, the eighth grade girls, <laughs> they all sat back there with them because it's older dudes. Yeah, exactly. I was like, all right, whatever. Like we just lost all of our girls. <laughs> whatever. Niggas so, in high school dating middle schools. Okay. Like, yo, <laughs> I mean, that's in itself. Okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay. So, um, literally, like, you know, you just heard, like, you could hear them making out and shit, like, gotcha. and everything. And I remember, like, this one dude, like, leaned forward in my ear and he was like, yo, man, you want sloppy seconds? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was. 
was like, yo, that's the girl from the movie theater. Bro. <laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs> I'm already down, bro. You're making this shit so much he's like, worse. He's like, nah, yo, like, I gotta make this up for you, dog. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. My name's Carlos. <laughs> I was like, yo. He's trying to be the homie at the So, like, I was like, bro, honestly, like, it's all good. Like, I live off base, though, like, about, like, a solid hour. There's no taxi cabs here. And I don't know how I'm getting home, man. So, I'm kind of wilding, like, right now. I'm kind of, like, you know, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a moment, in a spot. And he was like, it's all good, it's all good, it's all good. And, like, he paid for my cab. Oh, wow. Home. Okay. And, like, I found out that we actually, like, live in the same area. Okay. okay. So, we'd ride the bus together when I was in high school and basically just talk shit about these girls. Ah, so he's like, trying to be a cool dude. Yeah. Then. Okay, gotcha. Like, um, it's, I got a shit ton of more. But, Damn. Like, you get the gist. Ah, right? shit. I mean, at that age. And that, that's all the early shit. Like, those are primitive ages in your life for development. No, like, that, <laughs> like, that's the shit that sticks with you. Yeah, it is. Give us, like, all right, all right, give, give us one more story, more so like between the 20 to 25 year old range. So, <laughs> there's this girl that I used to work with once again in that fucking Best Buy. Oh, Best Buy, bro. <laughs> Pentagon City, right? Yeah. That shit's so no, much no, different this, now. This one, oh. was, this one was like Potomac Yard, so it's a little bit. Oh, I know where it is. I, forgot, yeah. I know where it is. Okay, yeah. And so, uh, she was actually from California in the Bay Area, and I could tell because of the way she talked. And, like, she was area. real pretty, but okay. I didn't want to talk to her because, for one, Gotcha. So, uh, every dude was trying to like holler. You already, I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna be another like. So what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And she notices that, and she's like, So you just not gonna speak to me? Like this is after like two weeks of like not like interacting with this girl in no type of way. They want what they can't have. Like for real, because I was like, otherwise, this girl mm-hmm. not to talk to me. And uh, she's like, Yeah, you're just not gonna talk to me. I was like, Yeah, I mean, you know, you seem kind of occupied. So. <laughs> And then she was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. we like kind of vibe. Okay. I was like, all right, cool. But she kind of like gave off this vibe like she was a little bit of a gold digger. Mm-hmm. Well, not even like a little bit. Like okay. she straight up was like, yeah, I date dudes for money. <laughs> gotcha. It's transparent. Yeah, and I, I, I got that. I was like, okay, at least you're straight up about it. Um, and like, I mean, but like we were vibing whenever, and like, you know, she basically came over to my house one day and we hooked up. Okay. But like it was, it was kind of, I, I felt like the man, actually, I'm, I'm really not going to go into detail, but basically, <laughs> I did something when we were hooking up that made her want to hook up a lot more. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, it got <laughs> to the point where then she kept coming over and stuff, and like, she was like, look, like, you should make this a thing. And like, uh, I was like, I mean, I don't see a bad, you know, like, I could, I could date more domestic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And like, I was like, okay, let me give this one more try. Probably should have done that. Probably like one of the worst examples of like ever. Mm -hmm. But I did it, and basically later on down the line, I find out this girl is pretty much 100% about capital. Even though she doesn't really make a lot of money. What the cash? Like, you know, she goes out to the club, meets a dude, you know, pays for her, like, you know, come out to the boat. Vanessa. You know, come out with me to like Miami, some shit like that. And like after that, honestly, that was that was kind of like the last straw. I gotcha. was like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. He's like, I got too much self-respect. Yeah. It's like you're a pawn in her game. Yeah. And so her in her life. I was just like, all right, you know, we're not going to do this no more because this is just like bad. And I feel like I'm probably getting cheated on. So, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm just going to end this okay, shit. How, well, how long were you on date? It was not long. It was one of those like short. I don't even consider that a real relationship. Gotcha. Okay. It was like two, three months. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, man, like, that makes with a whole bunch of other shit. I, I could give y'all stories shit, forever. Man. Like, I, I, there was one time where me and my roommate were literally talking outside for, like, two hours. Yeah. Like, I have so many bad stories. Damn. And, I, like, I'm not, like, a, I don't think I'm a bad person. Like, I don't think you're not. You're not. I just, you're not. Hey, as far as, like, black girls go, and me, like, I, 
I guess I don't know how to pick them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you, you uh, it's just, it's not that you can't, you know, get, I think it's sustaining the relationships. It's, it hasn't been a, a successful for you. But to be fair, you have, uh, uh, most of your situation happened while you were young. Um, and honestly, I still think, you know, obviously, I, you don't walk around with the mindset like, oh, I'm just going to avoid black women. It's, oh, no. mostly, it's like, you know your preference and you know your type. Those were just the ones I mentioned. Most of them are uh, went off in the dope. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, more? I mean, yeah, it's just okay. like more like, not like romantically, but more okay. just interactions during the day where it's just like, they do something that kind of just makes you just like, like, mm-hmm. why? Okay, what would you say? Okay, what would you say was probably the worst experience? that you had while trying to uh, date a black woman or dating a black woman or just your interaction with a black woman that was probably honestly the worst, the worst that, that would just fulfill like every single stereotype that you always hear about yeah. like you know like you dating a black woman and I was just like honestly didn't even count that like like in my head mentally as like against like that specific like group yeah. I was just like that's just like she was wild <laughs> I gotcha like you know what I mean yeah. um, it's, it's more so just like daily interaction type stuff like I can't remember like one when I'm in a right off yeah. the top of my head um, just like little things like I know like when I was working in retail like for some reason like all the black girls straight up like not not all the black girls mm-hmm. but certain ones especially like you know maybe they come from a little more urban environment okay. you know what I'm saying they always thought that like like there was something like like they always like assumed that I was like gay or some shit just because like I worked at like Urban Outfitters gotcha you were different yeah I don't sound like a stereotype I don't act like a stereotype fair point Yeah, it's not like I'm like out here like, oh, you're yeah, I'm not that. Yeah, I, 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 I
probably not gonna put my neck out there. It's like, you know, I feel that, but if something happened where it's like an authentic thing that happened organically, yeah. I think you pursue it. Like, you don't, you're not gonna generalize it, but you are scarred, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes a lot for me to shoot my shot in that direction. <laughs> they, they shoot back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's pretty funny. All right, cool. All right, we're gonna wrap this episode up. This is only part one of D Slate and the homie. The homie prefers to have his identity concealed in fear of retaliation in the future. You never know who might be listening. Be on the lookout for episode five, which will essentially be part two of the conversation of D Slate and the homie. And as the young kids say, that is no cap. Subscribe to the podcast, Darian Slater Podcast, on all platforms, wherever you receive the content for your podcast. Also, give me a five-star rating. It would be highly appreciated. Lastly, follow me on Instagram at d.slate underscore one. Your boy posted a picture as well, so I'm making strides. Thank you all. Blessings and salutations.